Welcome to Food on the Move, Movers and Shakers podcast, a podcast that highlights our passion for making an impact in our communities on issues surrounding food and security. It's all about the reason we, as an organization, do what we do, and the many incredible people using their time and talent to challenge the status quo in order to make the world better than they found it. We call them Movers and Shakers. Welcome to Food on the Moves, Movers and Shakers podcast. It's your boy, Ramada Hometown Heat. Also here with Taylor Hansen. How's it going? Kevin Harper. Howdy, folks. And Danielle Stoltz. Hello, hello. We are so excited. We have our very first guest. Taylor, let them know who it is. Well, so obviously on this podcast, uh, we're talking about movers and shakers, leaders, people that are shaking it up, making a difference. Um our, our inspiration as an organization, we're all a part of Food on the Move. So food insecurity and community strength is something that we're obsessed with and, and passionate about. Um, and really thrilled throughout these podcasts, we're inviting guests on. And this will be our first official guest to the uh, podcast. You know, this, this guest is really special because at the core of what we've been doing at Food on the Move is trying to see fresh produce come back to neighborhoods that don't have it. Grocery stores are needed in neighborhoods uh, to give people access to really quality food. And AJ uh, is an awesome example of leadership. Um, he's got a great story, and he is uh, the owner of the Oasis Market, one of the first black-owned grocery stores in our community in the North Tulsa area in many, many years, and really somebody that has a passion for service. The one thing I am a little bummed about is I wasn't able to be here for this conversation specifically because I've been in my day job of uh, being a musician, touring. Is it really a day job? <laughs> Night job. My life job. The amazing thing is we've got this incredible team and, you know, Kevin and Ramal and Daniel, you, you guys um, had this conversation. We're going to share everybody uh, the dialogue. T tell, us, tell us what we're about to check out. It's an adventure for sure. Yes. Anytime you spend time with AJ, it's always an adventure because the guy... He's wound more than anyone I've ever met. I, I thought I had a lot of energy that I met AJ, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm lazy. But he's committed. He he's is. passionate about I, what he's trying to do. And AJ is more than just a grocery store. Oasis Fresh Market, it, it's, a, it's a light. It's a hope in, in, a, in a city that has had a food desert for decades, and he's been able to do something dramatically different than, than anybody else. And getting to partner with him is so amazing to see what's happening in the transition. So I'm really excited about this interview we're going to have today. It's it's really exciting. And buckle up, guys, because, I mean, he's got some energy. <laughs> I mean, you guys sit still so you can hear this, and then you're probably going to run a, run a marathon or go start your own business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just another mover and shaker that will inspire you. For That's sure. what it's all about. So yep. enjoy the podcast. Enjoy this great conversation with our official guest, AJ, with Oasis Fresh Market, right here on Movers and Shakers Podcast. Today, we have a champion of change. I, I say that in so many ways. One of the things that he has done, he has, has been a motivation to the city of Tulsa and just the world. He works every day as the owner of the Oasis Fresh Market, which is a first black-owned grocery store and over 14 years located in North Tulsa. He's also the founder of the Oasis Project nonprofit, working with local underserved communities. He also inspires and empowers people to be champions of change in the world. Uh, AJ thrives on community and family. AJ holds many professional titles. I mean, he is like the, he is Tulsa, man. Yeah. The energy behind You Tulsa. forgot something, though. What's that? AJ has more energy than any human should ever have. Ever. I, if I could bottle that stuff up, I would get so much Tesla, guy. come holler at your guy hey. over here, man. He yes. has it all. You know, I'll tell you, one thing you didn't say, 
AJ, you know, first was a that when I first met him, he was the executive director of the Tulsa Dream Center, yeah, an on, amazing organization. Baby, got to see some great things. Saw his heart there for the for the whole, really the whole nation. Yeah, Just how do we sure. change the world? Because sure. that's what I heard about him. Always saying all the time, and then now he's at Oasis, which is so exciting. So, AJ, I want to just welcome you to the podcast today. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, here, thank you, man. Thank you, guys. What an honor to be here. Don't don't believe the the pregame hype. It's just about serving people, and uh, it, it's an honor to be here with you guys. Sure, man. So, you know, we we want to start things off the proper way, man. And tell us about your connection to Tulsa, North Tulsa community, and and where did you grow up, and and have you have you always lived in the Tulsa? area. Yeah, you know, I, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, go Bucks! Okay. You know, uh, right, didn't know our NBA champion, what, two years ago, I think, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, but anyway, grew up in a single-parent home. Okay. And uh, there was a season in our lives that we were on food stamps. Mm. And I remember once as a kid uh, not really recognizing that we were different. But yeah. one time I went to a grocery store, uh, went to go check out, and I was paying with food stamps. Mm. And the cashier didn't know how to process food stamps. Wow. And I remember in that moment, it was a defining moment for me as a kid because she had to call over the loudspeaker, can I get help? Mm. Can I get a manager? Because I don't know how to cash out food stamps. And she literally broadcasted this in the store, over the store intercom. And so wow. I remember being a kid, getting back in the car with my mom and recognizing, man, we're different. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way that you want to find out, right. you know, essentially, because my mom really did a great job of raising us to mm-hmm. think, you know, look, we good. You yeah. got everything you need. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so that happened as a kid. And now to come full circle, we moved to Tulsa when I was nine, um, went to a high school out here, went to University of Tulsa and played football, walked on and got a scholarship later on. But everything that I've ever gone through I had to fight for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so shout out to my mom really just for instilling that in us. And so led us to the Tulsa Dream Center where Kevin and I connected. Uh, when the whole world was shutting down, we were like, let's figure out how to feed people. <laughs> you empty your food uh, nonprofit. Yep. I'll empty my food nonprofit. We thought it was just going to be a uh, like a weekend. Like yeah. it's just the flu. So we no. both came together, gave away all of our organization's money, gave away all of our organization's food, and then we were like, Monday, the world is still shutting down. Wow. We were like, oh, snaps. Yeah. And we didn't uh, sleep for months. We didn't wow. literally, yeah. literally. Cars crazy. lined up three miles, but long story short, you guys are movers and shakers. Yeah, yeah. So so let me ask you this. You know, the, you could have had an option to go anywhere in the world, but why did you stay here in Tulsa? Man, what is uh what's it, is it there's no place dot com what what uh cartoon is that from uh you click your heels yeah. no place dot com oh, oh, oh. Wizard, Wizard of Oz, Oz. Wizard of yeah. Oz yeah what's yeah. her name Do- Dorothy Dorothy yeah Dorothy yeah. She, Dorothy um there's no place like home Tulsa is even though I moved here when I was a young young kid I consider myself an Oklahoman mm-hmm. um but it's about community wherever you are in the world it's about relationships and yeah. community. Yeah. And here in Tulsa, not only just being in relationship with you guys, but so many amazing organizations and so many amazing people and companies mm-hmm. that believe in the power of, of giving hope. So yeah, yeah. we're hope dealers here in yeah, Tulsa. that's true. That's true. <laughs> that That is the common theme, you know, just within the community. We take care of each other here, mm-hmm. you know, in Tulsa. I think so. That's, yeah. that's what's great. I think that's what makes Tulsa right. in itself a mover and shaker as a right. city. Sure. Yeah, and even the partnership here with Food on the Move, you know, you know we going back to when I was at, uh, at my last organization, 
there would be things that you guys would help us connect, get yeah. with, and we would help try to help when we can connect you guys. And even now, as a as the first grocery store in North Tulsa, in over 14 years, once considered a food desert, there's now an oasis. Yeah. Oasis, oasis. Love it. And we're still partners now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys absolutely. doing, you know, incredible things around food that we couldn't do, mm -hmm. uh, but there's that power of partnership Ooh, that's yeah. so, so important. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, now, have you seen food insecurity impact your community in any way? What? Food from how you, how you think, so let's just go go down the example. So with a child, a child's hungry. When a child's belly is empty, it affects the way they think. It mm -hmm. affects their brain. It's true. So then it affects how they study in school. Mm -hmm. It affects their behaviors. Yeah. And then their behaviors to teachers will dictate whether or not they're smart or they, they mm. uh, don't pay attention or they're a bad student or a good student. Yeah. When really they may just be hungry. Yeah. So hunger goes not just to children, but to adults, senior citizens. Inflation is up almost 18% in the mm -hmm. U.S. right now, okay? Mm -hmm. So think about people who have not gone up in their salary 20%. True. And they were already living at a poverty level. Think about how much more that exasperates the challenges around food, medical, yeah, education, yeah. transportation, gasoline. Right. So um, we got to come together to serve people because, man, it's, our, our world needs hope right now. Yeah. It's so easy to just see the problem. Everybody sees a problem. You know, we watch the news, we look at social media, and we see that there's definitely a problem. But what is it that made you look beyond food insecurity and say, how can I find a solution? Well, I, I would probably say, I guess it was the pizza I ate the night before. Because mm. uh, <laughs> the timing that this all took place... We were doing, with Food on the Move, great things. Uh, we, we set the really the model for the Farmers to Family drive-through experience that the, what, 30-something states used uh, and emulated, and we put together that, that package on safety and, and health and how to still have hundreds, literally thousands of volunteers came together yeah. throughout that time. But throughout the pandemic, the world is shutting down in North Tulsa, uh, that it had been, you know, once called Black Wall Street, but now is one of the most underserved communities in the city um, where the life expectancy rate is 11 years shorter in North Tulsa than any other community. We knew that we had to answer the call. Mm -hmm. And so I guess what better time to be a first-generation business owner in the middle of a world pandemic it's a great idea to open up a grocery store. And when inflation goes up, it's even better. It's oh, even man. better, right baby. In the midst of it. So, Ugh. so we put really every penny that we owned, 401k, the little that we had in there, we took everything in and 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 put it on the line. Um, of course, it's it's a business, but there's a reason why there had been no grocery stores in 14 years, mm. and so we had to figure out what's going to be different about us. Uh, me coming from, you know, a business background, but also my love of nonprofits. So we mix the two, really. Mm -hmm. So we have a for-profit grocery store, but we also have uh, Oasis Fresh Market, but we also have the Oasis Projects, which is our nonprofit, where we offer wraparound services. Right now, wow. individuals can come get utility assistance, rental assistance, uh, get signed up for mental health services. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you need a gallon of milk and eggs? We got that too. <laughs> wow. So that that's the goal. Yeah. And, you know, you you said a minute ago, you're the first grocery store in North Tulsa in 14 years, which still blows my mind. 
So when you kind of look at all that, what is the real need for Oasis Fresh Market? I know it goes beyond just the grocery store, but in your heart, what's the real need and driving force behind it? You know, the, the, the data, 40, pre-pandemic, 41 million people lived in food deserts in the U.S. and almost 130 million people live in food deserts in the, in the world, okay? Wow. Um, 330 million people are hungry. So now after the pandemic, 53.6 million people live in food deserts. So the, the disparities have widened in the last two years. So the real need for us is, man, how do we eradicate food deserts? How do we give people fresh and healthy access? That's our mission, mm -hmm. to deliver fresh and healthy access to all. Black, white, rich, poor, Christian, Muslim, genderism, whatever it is, people are people. Yeah. And we have to meet people exactly where they are. And that's that's the driving force, the mission behind Oasis. Yeah. I love I love that. That's that's incredible. Yeah. And your journey has been pretty amazing, I'm I'm sure. Uh, in a minute, we want to go to break, but before that, before we go in there, let's let's lead into this with this question uh, and have you answer it when we get back from break. I want to answer, ask that question is, is tell us about this journey of Oasis Fresh Market mm. from, from, from when you said, yeah, put my name on the line yeah. to where it is now. When we come back from break, I want you to tell us what that's all about because this, this is a great Grab thing to tissue. hear. I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Amal, you want to send us on into break? Hey, this is the Movies and Shakers podcast. We thank you for listening. Hey, keep it locked right here. We are here with AJ with Oasis Fresh Market. Keep it locked. A big thank you to Webco. North America's foremost provider of innovative tubing solutions for sponsoring the Movers and Shakers podcast. Since 1994, Webco has provided high-quality carbon steel, stainless steel, and other metal specialty tubing products designed to industry and customer specifications. With five production facilities in Oklahoma and Pennsylvania, and eight value-added facilities in Oklahoma, Illinois, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Texas, serving customers globally. Webco has been such an incredible supporter of Food on the Move and 100% committed to building a trusted company for their teammates, customers, business partners, investors, and community. Learn more about strength, agility, and innovation of Webco at www.webcotube.com. Hey, world, what's going on? It's your boy, Ramal, the hometown heat. And also we have Kevin Harper and Danielle Stoltz here with us. This is the Mover and Shaker podcast with our special guest, AJ, Aaron Johnson, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where always is fresh market. Of yes. course. Man, we're so excited to have you here today. So, again, thank you for joining us here on the Movers and Shakers podcast. Yeah. So the question before break, uh, Kevin asked, you know, how... What was, what was the journey, you know? So I, I always tell people um, to really imagine if you were physically in a desert, physically, if you were in the Sahara Egyptian desert. <laughs> so if you were really in the desert, Complete Prince of with Egypt. Sound effects. With the sound effects coming soon, <laughs> Oasis. But if you were in a desert, what would, you, what would you feel? Man, we would feel hot, extreme heat. Of course, we would feel extreme hunger. We would want shade. We would want water. 
But if you're out there too long, you're going to start seeing what? Hallucinations. It's going to start yeah. playing with your mind. True, true. And that's really how we came up with the name Oasis because I pictured myself, what would I feel if I had hallucinations? And I said, man, I would see Hawaii. Mm. And so that, that word where I would see waterfalls and palm trees and coconut drinks and all that. But then I, the word Oasis came to me and I looked up the definition of Oasis and that means refuge, safe place, shelter. Hmm. That's the definition of Oasis. And we want people, we say it every day, we want people to be seen, to feel safe, and to be heard. And people in underserved communities that have low access and maybe that, that have low income, that, that exasperates or multiplies the challenges that, go, that happen within these communities, not just in the U.S., within the world. And so... For us, providing jobs mm -hmm. with Oasis, yep. meeting people where they are. Mm -hmm. That is so important in business and, and what I believe. I mean, I'm a first-generation business owner. We've only been open 16 months, so ask me in the next 16 months. But I believe <laughs> yeah. you got to meet people where they are. So, AJ, tell us about the community's response to Oasis Fresh Markets. You know, um, what they don't tell you when you're an entrepreneur is that you're an adult babysitter. Mm. <laughs> you are uh, accounting. You are HR. You're a janitor. You know, yeah. I, I've cleaned poopy bathrooms. Literally, a customer was angry and they pooped on the floor are you serious? in the oh, bathroom. Wow. And wow. if my mouth was a weapon, I would have. <laughs> I would have done something, yeah. but you know. Um, and so the, the uh, you're you're an architect. You know, you guys are yeah. you know oh. doing some things. So yeah. you like you. So all the things that people don't tell you. I want to be an entrepreneur. No, you don't. Mm. You don't. You're not about that life, baby. Yeah. You're not about the pressure. So when you ask about the journey, man, the journey is is it's really emotional. It's mm. taxing physically, mentally, emotionally, even within my marriage. Like. Man, there's no handbook on first-generation business owners, what it does when you have a wife and three kids yeah. all under the age of six. Oops, that, that's extra pressure, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, oh, and if daddy doesn't work, if we don't work, we ain't got no paycheck. Oh, by the way, we ain't got no money in the bank, yeah. but we got to pay 40-something employees. That's pressure. Mm. Yeah. And so that's, that's the thing. People may see the, the, the energy and man, the store, but they're they're asleep at two a.m. Yeah, you know we're we're not asleep at two a.m. and that's not something that we want to that's sustainable. But in the meantime, we're doing what we need to in order to serve people and meet a need. We weren't the first people to think about a grocery store in fourteen years. Oh. Surely not. No. Right. And we clearly didn't have all the money, or else we would have, you know, done a long time ago. But it's about timing as well. Yeah. We we did it at the at the right time with the right group with the right partners, and the community has wrapped its arms around. It doesn't mean that we didn't have challenges because we still do. I, if my yeah. mouth was a weapon, I would yeah. I would blow some people. You said up. something. I want to I want to. That's just joke. Too. Push back in on for a second. Yeah, Be politically correct. That <laughs> right, is a joke. Right, no, my name no. is Aaron Johnson. Yeah. I said that. That was a joke at three twenty nine. <laughs> well, I, I want to follow up. You said something about the pressure, and I'm gonna I want to ask you something else and. I think it's really important because we are talking about being a mover and shaker and hopefully through this podcast and through this interview, you, we really inspire someone to do that. But do you feel an added pressure? Because here you are, mm. uh, we we've just came off the, uh, 1921, you know, the, the race massacre, we mm -hmm. had the anniversary, we had the pandemic, uh, first grocery store in 14 years. Mm -hmm. 
black business owner mm-hmm. and you're trying to make a difference, do you feel another level of pressure to make sure that you set that trend that, hey, this has got to succeed, yeah. not just for me and my family, right. but just to show that this can happen? Is there another added pressure to that for you? And how's that most, feel? Most definitely. Um, because the high school students we have on staff, the grandmas, there, there's not a month that has gone by that somebody that's a minority or a young person or an older person that hasn't said, I've never seen someone that looks like me own a business. Mm. And I didn't see that growing up either as a kid. I, you, we saw those on TV, the athletes, yeah. you know, yeah. the movie stars, but somebody in my community that owned a business that had employ a legitimate business yeah. like, <laughs> that, that had employees. I didn't see that as a kid. Yeah. And so now to, to be that example, um, it does come with pressure because at times you, you you feel like you're always on. And so that's why mm-hmm. the importance of mental health is so important. Mm-hmm. I, I go to counseling, yeah. you know, because yeah. I need somewhere where I can let my hair down and, and cry and cuss and fuss and throw a pillow and then walk out with tools to help manage that like that's mm-hmm. that's a real thing that even as black men you know today is man up you're gonna be all right. right ain't nothing wrong with you no there there is something wrong there's right. there's a lot of pressure associated with this right that no one really talks about yeah. and the, the thing for me is that you you've always been you know who you are as far as your personality and the man that you have always been you know, just you know a man of integrity and a man that everybody respects in our community but also taking it to another plane to where you got oasis is set to trend for the whole nation you know wow. to as far as the work that you're doing also you know your soulful sundays on uh social media the words that you share and the empowerment that you give to the community i know everybody knows you f- from the community from you know the organizations that you've been with with uh, different churches and just organizations but how is it that you know, you continue to, what is it that you do on a daily basis that keeps you at this place to where you can be an empowerment and a light to the world at the same pace? You know, my morning routine is kind of my, my ritual. Yeah. Um, you know, if I, if I was to say right now, pink cow, what pops into your mind? Mm-hmm, pink cow. A yeah. pink cow. Yeah. If I was to say a rainbow umbrella, what do you think about? Rainbow umbrella. Rainbow umbrella. Yeah. So, we think in pictures. Mm-hmm. And this is something schools don't teach us. True. And I didn't learn this until I was older. But if we think in pictures, the power of the imagination is so big. Yeah, I thought and designed Oasis in my mind before I had a meeting with the architect. So I saw a vision in mm-hmm. my mind. Well, that's the same thing for Oasis and, and underserved communities. I have a picture of what I think my role is and how I feel called to to make a difference in these communities. So every day I'm constantly pushing my mind to think about Oasis hospitals, Oasis boys' homes, uh, Oasis distribution centers, Oasis logistics companies, Oasis uniforms, like Oasis shoe line. Like (laughs) we're we're, we're expanding because the imagination is endless. Humans inhibit the mind yeah so doing the reverse of that i got three daughters and we we say man we look at pink uh, unicorns coming down from the sky because as adults Mm. we're trained Mm -hmm. that's not real Mm. come down to the real world but it was with Mm. the mind that we thought about oasis yeah and then we put the vision out there and it began people started running with that vision and aj we we 
we can help here, we can help there. That's good. It wasn't, it's not like I'm some smart genius. Yeah. I, I cheated yeah. in college to get a degree, you know? <laughs> so so it's not like I had all the the, the brain power, but right. I, we just put the vision out there. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's powerful. I want to lean into something you just said, because in order to have clear vision, you really have to be aware of where you are mentally, where your mental health is. And it's easy to think as an entrepreneur or a business leader, you've got it all together. You know, you've got this energy, you're always on. But can you share about the times that you're not always on, the time where you're trying to stay focused and inspired in the midst of craziness? How, how do you prioritize your your mental health? You know, I, I for, for me... I believe in the in the power of prayer, but also just that that mental health. Right now, my my counsel and I we're focusing on emotional intelligence and basically emotional awareness. So when I'm triggered, somebody poops on the bathroom floor, and I want to get my security guard taser and and ram it in their neck, <laughs> rather than actually doing that, you know, I got to think about the greater picture. You know, they say, "Oh, pause, take a deep breath." You know what? I actually just learned too. The brain sometimes in a triggered state is, or when you're angry or frustrated, it takes 10 to 15 seconds to process it to the brain. Mm. So that's why pausing is so key because if you pause, it actually lets your brain catch up with the triggered. So I used to hate when people like, just breathe. No, I don't want to breathe. I'm going to slap the dog mess out of (laughs) you right now. But because I'm becoming more self-aware, Man, that extra breath causes the brain, sends a signal, like, sends a signal to up through the spinal cord nervous system, like, chill. Like, yeah, yeah. So I've actually been intentional about growing in that area. And that's wow. a hard area because I'm a very passionate, emotional person. And so uh, that pause has been a a life changer. I'm not even going to say a game changer. Yeah, life changer. It has change. been a life changer oh, wow. for me personally. It may not work for everyone, right. but but for me, it, it's been the difference maker. Wow. Uh, that's well, huge. That's huge. Well, check this out. We're going to take a pause as we're speaking about that right now and just take a breath. All right. And so we're going to come back you know, speaking more with AJ here about Oasis Fresh Market. Uh, and of course, we're going to talk about how important um, the community partnerships is to Oasis Fresh Market and because they are changing the game as far as in grocery and even more. So keep it locked right here. This is the Movers and Shakers podcast. If you're in the Tulsa area, we'd love for you to join us at one of our monthly community food and resource festivals. Each month, we host a party with a food truck and a DJ and plenty of fun activities and resources from our community partners. Each person also receives a bag of fresh, local produce. Guests are invited to pay as they can, allowing anyone to support Food on the Move to enjoy these events. While ensuring families in need of assistance have access to fresh produce, hot meals, and community resources. Our monthly events are held at Chamberlain Park, Greenwood Cultural Center, and the Tulsa Community College Northeast Campus. Get all of your details at www.foodonthemoveok.com. Hey world, welcome back to the Movies and Shakers podcast. We are sitting down talking to AJ, of course, the owner of the Oasis Fresh Market here today. And of course, we have myself and Kevin Harper and along with Danielle Stoltz here. Kevin, what question do you have for AJ? You know, we just came out of a time where we took a moment to pause. Yeah. And AJ, when we first started this interview, you talked about a defining moment 
mm. in your life, the defining moment when you realized that you were different. You know, and I think that probably has always stuck with you, apparently, because it, you, you still remember that. Yeah. Mm. So taking that moment, and we all have defining moments in our life, how would you take that and other things in your life and say, this is what made me become a mover and shaker, and this is what a mover and shaker means to me? Because I really want to know, what does it mean to you to be a mover and shaker, and where did that come from? Yeah. Mm. You know, the level of pain that you can tolerate will determine the level of success you'll have. And that's hard. Oh, yeah. Oprah Winfrey, Jeff Bezos, who's the CEO of Apple right now? Tim Cook. Tim Cook. Yep. Uh, the Nike CEO. They're, they have to have a high level this is my assumption. Growth equals pain, mm -hmm. and pain equals growth. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, three kids, my wife, as the babies got bigger, there was more pain, more discomfort. Yeah. Feet hurting, back hurting. And no matter what I did, to or propped her up with pillows or tried to get her massages and mani-pedis, it didn't help because the baby continued to grow. Mm. The growing pains of Oasis is hard, you know, but the same things that it took us to do one store will be the same things that's needed yep. for a thousand stores, yep. but I, I, that means I'm going to have to be able to raise my level of pain tolerance. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, these bodybuilders, they, but their their pain, the resistance to pain and the weight that they can handle, they've yeah. subjected their bodies to Hey, I'm willing to endure seven days a week of training, eating a thousand calories or whatever they eat, twelve hundred calories a day, because there's a mission, there's a goal, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so to be a mover and shaker to me means, can you successfully navigate the pain, the weight of the pain? That's good. If you can't, it's okay. But if you want to be a mover and a shaker, mm -hmm. that means you got to eat a bowl full of pain every day and process it healthy. You put mm. sugar on that? Just Ooh, it come with sugar. It's fully loaded. That thing come fully loaded on that tail. That's true. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and looking at the, the level of pain that you, you know, have to go through, you know, there has to be some inspiration through that. And growing up and in your childhood, you spoke about your mom, but like even who inspired you growing up and who inspires you today to keep you pushing through that pain? Man, uh... Gurley was a, 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 a long-time black-owned developer mm -hmm. in, the, in the 20s. Uh, Denzel Washington was actually a, 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 a hero of mine. You know, oh, okay. I, I okay. always say, you know, I'm going to be Denzel. You yeah, know, we're we going to yeah. have Oasis Movie Company someday. You <laughs> dope, know? dope. Um, <laughs> John Maxwell, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Pop, Bob Proctor, all these individuals. Oprah Winfrey, you know, all these yeah. individuals. I I I looked up to because they were giving real life mm -hmm. examples. John Maxwell says the closest distance between any two people is a story. Mm -hmm. So the power so of true. a story, the power of being connected, whether you're in New Zealand or Africa or Cincinnati or Oklahoma City listening to this, we can connect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we all have pain. We all 
have people that hurt us and backstab us. Somebody that just did that to me. But I said, you know what? I'm choosing to forgive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm choosing to forgive. And so you... Th- those are my those are my leaders that I, that I look up to even to this day. I mean, but th- well, who is the voice in your ear today? Like the one that, other than than your counsel, you know. But who is the one that you look in business? Somebody that you can just like, man, just open up with today. Man, my counselor. Okay, they cool. act they act yeah. as a as kind of like a a business coach, but but yeah. also also a, gotcha. a, a counselor. Gotcha. But on, but there's not too many people that I share my my heart, my dream outside of my wife. Yeah, yeah. You know that's a that's a sacred sauce. Got you, got and you. so I can't give everybody that level of intimacy. That's real because it it you never know what people's intentions are. True, yeah. true. So and so you know looking at that and and being able to be transparent, but you know. It's so many people that you can share that that with, but internally, man, how do you hope your work will inspire others? Like, if you were able to communicate that with us in in your vision, uh, in totality, in your imagination, but what are you looking at as a picture in in inspiring the community in the world? You know, I want to encourage people, no matter where you are, we've all been through, I believe the pandemic caused an individual crisis in the world that people are still suffering through. I agree. You know, I did things in the pandemic, and I was like, oh, snaps. Is something wrong with me? I would have never. (laughs) Two years ago, I would have never done that or never thought that I would have done this, good or bad. Like, um, real talk in the pandemic, I did some Mm crazy-ish, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, That looking back, I was like, man, the pandemic, I... Something was wrong with me. I, mm-hmm. I was going. I was suffering myself. Mm-hmm. But I forget what the question was. Uh, I don't know what what you asked. I, I think your suffering was lack of sleep because I, I that's was right facts. There with yeah. facts. Hallucinations. <laughs> yeah. But how how will it inspire others? Like your oh, vision. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if you can push through the pain, mm-hmm. um, you gotta be. It, it's the hunger. I think the difference between average people and above average people is the hunger. Mm-hmm. Not just the hunger, but the results on that. So you got to be a dreamer, but you got to be a doer. And it doesn't matter where you are. If I was at McDonald's, I would be the greatest flipper of hamburgers in the game. That McDonald's corporate would be like, oh, we got to promote this dude. What cooking? And they taste good. Mm -hmm. And he's happy. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter where you are. You're a janitor. You're a teacher. You're a coach. uh, You're a business owner. You're a nurse. You're a student. Be the very best you. That's the number one thing that I would say. A healthier me created a healthier people around me, Mm -hmm. network, which created a healthier family, a healthier business. But it all starts with me. I can't blame the economy or the president or my mayor or or the governor. Like, no, I what can I control? Yeah. Yeah. My choices, my attitudes, my words and my behavior. That's right. That's right. You got me wound up. (laughs) Man, I love it, man. I love it. Tulsa has so many people with big vision. I mean, Kevin, you said it earlier. Tulsa is a city of movers and shakers. Um, AJ, how do you believe that Tulsa, and specifically North Tulsa, uh, will inspire other cities around the country? Mm, how do I think this city will? So there, there's, there's, there's a good book that I read that says we're, we're, we're called to be a city on a hill. Okay? Yeah. 
A city on a hill means that you're set apart. Yep. A city on a hill means that people can see. If you're on a hill, that means people are looking up. Okay? Yeah. I believe that Tulsa and Oasis and Food on the Move and all the amazing organizations uh, that, that do intentional things to serve people, we're, we're the light. Yep. It doesn't matter if we were in a dark room right now and we lit a, a match and the match was smaller than our thumb, it would still illuminate the room. That's right. So being a light wherever there is darkness, and darkness is not a form of a color, but darkness of, of heaviness of hope, a heaviness of uh, uh, whatever it is, health. When you go to a space and you disrupt that, you're called to be an example. You're called to be a light. You're called to lift people up. So we hope this podcast, Mover and Shakers, encourage you. Listen to every episode. We're, they're going to have so many amazing guests on it that's going to encourage you to see beyond where you are right now that's in right. your life. And so that's what I hope for this podcast. That's what I hope for Oasis, that we would encourage people to see beyond where, where they are, but that would encourage them that I may not like where I am right now, but with these tools, I'm going to get there. And I'm going to keep working and better myself yeah. to get there. Now, I just want to follow up on that because you've been saying some really great things about <laughs> movers and shakers. Mm. And three things that just have always come to mind as we're talking, you keep saying is being a dreamer, mm. having a right mental health, because I think that's so great. And relationships, you have your core relationships that are just definitely an inspiration and your guiding light. But what would you say to that person right now? So we're, we're, we're very blessed, you know, we work in nonprofit. We're doing that every day. We're we're serving people. Yeah, you're doing what you love. There's people out there that they're they're working a job to make ends meet, but there's something inside them saying, hey, "I want to make a difference." And there's a lot of ways you can make a difference. What would you say to that person? Say, "Hey, do this to be a mover and shaker where you are now." You know, what would you say to get them to get off the couch and make a difference wherever they are, whether it's New Zealand, Africa, Tulsa, mm -hmm. California, it doesn't matter. I, I would say, look at your neighborhood organizations. Where's there a need in your neighborhood? That's good. Are you linked up with that? What are you passionate about? Identify what you're passionate about or what you're angry about. Sometimes we think anger is someone else's responsibility. Mm. But anger really might be something as that's our responsibility. That's good. So if you're angry yeah. about babies and then the justice in babies how what organization are you working with to further that cause so good if you're angry about food access in your community in your neighborhood what are you doing about it if you're angry about the homelessness or the trash or the graffiti what are you doing and who are you partnering with to turn that anger into motivation yeah. to move something. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> God, let your motivation move you, baby. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Man, he's dropping gems, y'all. He's dropping gems. Um, you know, and I get to hear you in a different... We, we all get to hear you in a different light as far as more than just a 30-second blurb that we see on social media. And the fact that you guys are innovating on so many levels with your team at Oasis, I, I, I think we should know and, and potentially hear if this is an opportunity in time to hear what's next for Oasis. Man, we're going to continue to meet the needs of people, particularly in underserved communities. That's dope. You'll hear about Oasis. You all, we will be a part of 
Oasis Africa, Oasis That's Detroit, yeah. Oasis uh, uh, Oklahoma City, Oasis f- further expanding in Tulsa, because Oasis is a movement. Mm. It's not about a personality. It's not about um, me. It's about a movement and giving hope in communities that don't have access. And how can we bring those resources uh, to be the center of the community across Tulsa, across Oklahoma, across the U.S., and eventually across the world? That's dope. Man, I love a man with a vision. Yeah. Yeah. Love a man with a vision. Come on, baby. That's dope. What would you say to an aspiring entrepreneur that's listening to you right now and, you know, they want to take that final step and they've got that oasis in them. They've got the big dream and vision, but, you know, they also have that doubt that's like, I'm just a high school student. I'm just a mom. I'm just a teacher, whatever it is. What would you say to inspire them? You start wherever you are, put your hand to the plow and start. If you have an eight to five, you come home and from 5.30 to 7.30 is your chill time. And from 7.30 to 9.30 is your side hustle dream development time. Every single day, I'm doing something that adds value to me. So that way I can be a better me, a better husband, a better father, a better CEO, a better owner. That's only something that I can do. You all can't do that for me but I have to do it for myself. So wherever you are, we all have different jobs. Okay, great. But how are you adding value to your dream every day? And you got to start. Start with 15 minutes. Start with five minutes. Rather than pooping on the pot, looking at social media, look up tools that are going to make your business better. That dream better. What accelerator courses are you in? Uh, What people in your network, if you don't have a network, you know, Google is a great, a great tool. <laughs> Start with where you are. What keeps people from being a mover and shaker is sometimes just starting as well. We never knew three years ago what, that we would be doing this. No clue. <laughs> Kevin Ramal, <laughs> Anthony, AJ, you know, you, you didn't even know you were going to be able to do, do this, girl, did you? You, would, you didn't think that three years ago, or did you? Not at all. She didn't know what she was signing up for with us. <laughs> <laughs> so just start. That's my encouraging word. Just start. Well, you know, AJ, I think there's a, a book in here that you probably need to start writing as we're, as we're <laughs> oh, talking. Oh, sure. <laughs> Seriously. This, is, this has been so amazing. I, I really hope everyone listening to this podcast, really hope you pass it on to everybody you know, because this is a great start to just what we're going to be doing and interviewing people. But I do want to talk just one quick moment. And one more question, AJ, is I want you to, to tell our audience how they can learn more about Oasis how they can support Oasis, what they can do just to help spread the word. Because you really have a great, a great organization, you have a great, a great brand. I love shopping at your store. Come on. So many good things happening. So great. I want all of our listeners to know, hey, what, what can they do to support you, get involved, and how can they know, know more about you? Man, one, being a part of this podcast and staying connected is, is, is key. Being a part of the Mover and Shakers Network, continuing to be a part of the Food on the Move Network, one thing that these this group of amazing individuals is doing is they are meeting the need with real resources. So stay a part of this network. Um, but also, man, how can you help us? Come go to oasis.com, oasisfreshmarkets.com. Share our story. Leave us a Google review, a five-star. We don't five. want no one-star. Yes. You ain't ever even been to Oasis, <laughs> but you can leave us a five-star Google review. Yep. Follow us on, uh, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and share our story. 
What, what is your Facebook? How My Facebook is, uh, and mine is Aaron Johnson. Uh, and then Oasis Fresh Market is is the Facebook as well. Same thing on Instagram, Aaron Johnson. Uh, you'll see the black guy with the apron on the front. Yeah. Hey, that's me. That's dope. And then Oasis uh, Fresh Markets on Instagram as well. And just be a part of sharing our story. And you, know, you also talked about you know, the nonprofit side. So give a, a plug about that and how someone, hey, I want to want to help out there, how they can do that. Yeah, we have a, a 501c3 nonprofit, the Oasis Project, T-O-P. We're going to serve on top. Ooh, dope, dope. got him. Facts, facts. <laughs> We're doing snaps right now. But yeah, any way you would like to be a part of that and helping us to meet people in emergency crisis, uh, we're, we're doing that. Um, share our story, like us, leave us a Google review. I mean, you got a billion dollars, a million dollars. You got one dollar, you got one cent. Start with where you are. We, we'd love to serve you and partner with you in order to meet the needs of reaching people. Oh. Man, if that didn't inspire you, you need to check your pulse for sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, of course, uh, AJ has done such great work within the community. Guys, what, what's your thoughts? Man, my, my biggest takeaway was he said, start mm. where you are. If you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to make an impact, start where you are. Start where you're passionate about. Yeah. And that's huge. I mean, that's it doesn't take a lot to start where you are right here and now. But people are, are reluctant. Uh-huh. To, they, they don't think they have the skills. They don't think they have the talent or the influence. And so, you know, for those listening, start where you are at, you know. Yeah. Get, it, get in there, roll up your sleeves. Um, and one thing that I was struck by listening to it is, again, it's, it's not about knowing everything. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he has, he's got all this gathering of different experiences, all the different backgrounds, you know, been a part of nonprofits and ministry and all these different things. But here he is now running this grocery store and leading. And that's what we need is people willing to take those leaps, right? I mean, take, become an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is like, is an entirely different experience, but an important one. It's so important to have people, you know, you know what, I'm going to be a small business owner. I'm going to make something that is going to help improve my community. One thing I love about AJ is his passion. I mean, this yeah. guy is passionate about people. He's passionate about his city. And he really leads the way. Like all the movers and shakers we get to connect with on a mm-hmm. weekly, daily basis, all of those individuals, they really feed our soul and give us inspiration mm-hmm. to keep moving on. And that's what I love about being a mover or a shaker. And we want to tell you, wherever you're at, you know, what breaks your heart? What are you going to do today to become a mover or shaker in your city, in your community? Because you can make a difference from where you are right now. And that's the most impactful thing about this is that you can come from humble beginnings just like AJ from Milwaukee all the way to Tulsa, start over from fresh and really make an impact here and within your community. So that's the thing about it is that you can be a mover and shaker. So again, to all of our listeners, we want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And to all of our movers and shakers, keep moving.